Monsieur, with these working microphones, you're really spoiling us. We're back. We're back, yep. And it feels good to be so. Uh, yeah, how you doing, you alright? Not too bad. Um, yes, we, you've probably uh, a bit of technical difficulties over the last couple of weeks. We actually haven't released anything in about three or four weeks. Um, but we're back on now. A welcome break. A welcome sure. break for many of you. You've started to uh, realise the joys of life again. Um, but now we've got an extra special, a few extra long one. All the features we've had over our glorious run are coming back at you. Yeah. And uh, mixed together. Like a car crash. Like a car crash. But... Uh, with less publicity. Yeah. Okay. As we promised, uh, we're going to leap right on with some features. Where are your morals? We didn't do one of these uh, last time. So this week, you ready for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Born ready. Benny's back. Benny. You know, your childhood friend, the pig. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Benny. Yeah. Okay, right. You've set up a 1940s-style private detectives agency called Benny and Ben's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but disaster strikes when the town mayor is brutally murdered, and it's up to you to find the killer. Is that really a disaster for my business? I don't think so. Right. First stop is the crime scene. Makes sense. Aside from the obvious stab wounds, mm-hmm. you find the mayor wearing nothing but a Hello Kitty backpack, <laughs> surrounded by Lego, and clutching a note to his chest that reads, Alas, if only I'd listened to Edith. Any suggestions as to what the mayor was up to at his time of death? I don't think we're allowed to talk about pedos on, on air. So, if every time you want to say the word pedo, yeah. say the word lawyer. Lawyer. Okay. okay. Well, it looks like this lawyer has been given <laughs> a bit of um, vigilante justice, perhaps. Oh, you think that's what might happen? Caught in the act. Um, of lawyering. It, it, looks like, it looks like they've been uh, waiting. What's the backpack, then? No, hang on. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I was going to say is, um, <laughs> what can we say for... Clarking. Clarking. <laughs> Basically, he's he's been caught in the act. No one, no Clark's involved. Just, just right. he's just a weird, isn't he? And, yeah. And they don't, they don't really. The vigilantes don't think that he should be running their town. Right. Okay. So, so they popped him one in the back with Lego. What's alas? If only I'd listened to Edith. Edith. Yeah. Yeah. His mum told him, "Don't be a lawyer." <laughs> really. Yeah. It's not a career for you. <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this for years. Me and. Be- 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 Benny. Benny, yeah, exactly. Me and Benny. Are. You're quite flippant towards Benny, bearing when you grew up with him. Bearing in mind he's a pig. All right. He's no. a, you know, you ran a whole country with him, if you remember that. I think that was mostly me. Right. <laughs> okay. At this point, the mayor's girlfriend, the beautiful Countess Doscaria, walks into the room and starts crying into your shoulder. Yeah. You fall in love with her at first sight. Aww. Hysterical with grief, she asks you to cut off the mayor's moustache, sellotape it to your face, then marry her. Is that the right thing to do? Can't I just grow my own? Evidently not, mate. Yeah, nice. I was wondering, you know you can bet on all sorts of things at William Hill? Yeah. I might place bets on when I'm going to get facial hair. <laughs> I'd probably go for 25. Yeah, the rate is going. Okay, so you think then that you'd try and grow your own moustache? Yeah. But um, if you had, if that's what she wants... If not, tell her to behave. Yeah, but she's quite hysterical at the moment. It's a grief thing. She wants to feel close to her, her husband again. I don't know, she needs to get her act together. I'm not going to go out for hysterical... Uh, okay, so you, you say to her, woman, calm thyself, and if you want any facial hair, it's going to be mine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you leave her to go and question the only other suspect, the mayor's grandmother, who is 102 and lives in a bedsit with 40 cats. Edith. No, it's grandmother, that was the mother. Uh, she won't talk to the filth, <laughs> but definitely has <laughs> something to hide, and you notice that she's always babbling absentmindedly to her cats whilst bathing them. So do you go undercover as a cat to get information out of the grandmother? Um, why is she bathing cats all the time? Doesn't she's she mental. 
<laughs> she lives in a bedsit with 40 cats. How many cats has she got? Will the cats realise? Because it's like, you know, if you walk into it, if you, if you walk into a lecture, you know, like a, a big one, say, like, law. Yeah. Didn't know they taught that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... What I'm saying is, basically, if it's a big lecture, you can hide and, and people won't realise. Okay. So if there's enough cats, the cats won't... But if there's only sort of a close-knit... No, it's 40 of, cats. 40 cats. Yeah. You, let, you have to let her bathe you. Yeah. In a bathtub. And just listen to what she's got to whisper. Yeah. Might be really boring. She might be just chatting to them. It might be, but that's the risk you've got to take. She'd be like, all right, crumbs. You've uh, definitely got mucky this week. <laughs> exactly. Rolling around in your litter tray. Yeah. So you do that. Uh, you, sorry, did you say you're going to do that or not? You're going to go undercover? Yeah, undercover, undercover, yeah. Okay. Right. It turns out Grandma's secret was a vigorous S&M habit, not a murder. And she's completely innocent. Meanwhile, you check out the Countess's apartment, where you find a large bloody Stanley knife, some bleach, and notes for a self-penned memoir entitled Why I Killed the Mayor. While it certainly hints at her involvement, the old woman was quite annoying and will probably die soon. So, would you pin the crime on the old woman, let her go to jail for it, because she's obviously, you know... So now, yeah. yeah, and live happy ever ever with the, with the Countess. Seems perfect to me. Mm. So you have no qualms doing that? Well, it seems like the best of a bad situation, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Might as well get what I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So you, in that case, you, yeah, you don't have any um, I mean, no problems what, with that. What's the point in putting him in prison? She's good looking, she's got the rest of her life to live. Exactly. Everyone does something wrong that they regret. Yeah. So uh, you, you decide to do that then. So you pin the crime on the old woman, right? Yeah, sure. But at this moment, the Countess appears in the doorway and turns a gun on you. She rips off her wig and reveals Benny in disguise. Oh, God. Right? He says that in the wake of swine flu, pigs are getting a bad rep. So he plans to frame you for the mayor's murder and solve the crime himself, rebranding pigs as heroes. He's, he's a clever pig, I'll give him that. What do you say to try and change his mind? Plead to him and um, get your right, life back. Okay. Um, first, well done. Because <laughs> you're a pig and I can't believe I thought you were the mayor. Countess, you Countess, thought Countess, the one bathing cats. No, no, you, you drift through life, don't you? No, it's um, Edith. No, the Countess, the fit one. Yes. God, delusional. Yeah. And that's so, why he's got curves because he's a pig. Yeah, it's all coming clear now. Yeah. Oh, never go for it. Actually, no. That's so, what you got? You got okay. You got thirty seconds to try and beg for your life. Okay, right, starting <laughs> now. Um. Well, it would be. It'd be something along the lines of uh, think of all the things we've done together. Yeah, like? we started our own country. Yeah, think about it. You know, we're a team. You wouldn't be no- anything without I'm me. S- I'm still not convinced. Just listen to your heart, Benny, and and remember, remember what it's like <laughs> to fall in love. And I don't know, Benny. I'm just too nervous. <laughs> I can't do it now. Um, okay. I, I just. Um, by the way, this is all just a distraction. Oh right. While, while I reach for the beretta in my pants. Right. And then just blow his <laughs> stupid piggy face off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Benny is unimpressed, yeah, sadly. Yeah, that was shit. And locks you in a cupboard while he goes to the police, mm-hmm. leaving you guarded by a fat security guard called Kevin. Kev. However, Kevin takes quite a shine to you, and it's clear that you're going to be able to seduce your way out. Which is lucky, but you've got three options, right? Very lucky. Okay, to let you know, Kevin will put this on the internet, whatever you do. Right, okay. Three options. Do you nibble gently on his earlobe? Yeah, very sensual. Play suggestively with his belly button, mm. or let him rub honey onto your bare buttocks. <laughs> this is going on the internet. I definitely let him rub honey onto my bare buttocks. Why? It's a win-win. Do you like that feeling anyway? Because I like that anyway, and uh, and also that's him rubbing on my buttocks. It's not gay. It's a bit gay. Well, for him. Well, it's a bit gay for you as well. You're having bare honey rubbed onto your buttocks by a security guard. They'll understand. 
the good people of the internet. So why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, the earlobe nibbling is that? I don't know. What if he's got loads of earwax? Cleanliness. So belly buttons. Same applies. Belly fluff. Belly fluff. But you think basically that might be the cleanest option then? What do I have to do? Just lick his belly button? Just oh, suggest be suggestive. Kind of, a bit of fingering, a bit of tongue. I know, I know, and and it does sound weird, and and then, <laughs> but in a way, I'm quite curious as to what it feels like to have honey rubbed on your buttocks. <laughs> okay, so again, you're uh, w- winning out of a bad situation. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. Kevin lets you free, and you save the day, apprehending Benny in the nick of time. Everyone brands you a hero. As your childhood buddy is taken away to the abattoir, yeah. is it appropriate to whip out a cheeky one-liner? Yeah, sure. I've got a few here if you want to hear mine. Oh, oh, oh go on then. Um, he told a bit of a porker. <laughs> Swine doesn't pay. Nice. Yeah, or there's snout right about that. Very nice. What do you, what, you can you think of any? Um, that pork's going to get the chop and then <laughs> he'll be gamming home. Very nice. Time for the old, uh, the old one. Penis or genius? You know what it is. It's quite. It's self- quite self-explanatory, really, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, should we go for it? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That guy who does Britain's Got More Talent, Stephen Titfaced Mrangan. Sorry. Yeah. The personal request. I put this one in just because um, he's a massive bellend. He is literally a git. He's a he's a full-on moron who thinks he's really clever. I mean, he does put forward a very good argument for birth control. <laughs> I, I've, have you ever watched Britain's Got More Talent? I've, I've only ever seen one extra act in the show. The rest of it's just him sort of riding escalators or kind of... Oh, yeah, riding escalators, yeah. yeah. Or, or laughing true, yeah. at um, someone sort of who's mildly simple. I know, and, and, and uh, we don't want to be hypocrites. I mean, our show is crap as oh, well. Oh, very crap. Very yeah. crap. But at least we know it's crap. Actually, yeah, and we do sort of... Um, we don't have Henry and Oscar have got more asleep. More asleep. <laughs> <laughs> we should do this. Come on. And even stuff, crapper spin-off. The yeah. stuff too shite to get in this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so can we say a big whopping penis? Yeah. All right. Okay, next one. Grumpy the dwarf. Grumpy the dwarf. Because um, what I was thinking out here was, uh, do you think maybe it wasn't his fault? Because obviously every other niche was covered what, ha- by his mates. Hang on, hang on. Can you name me th- three other dwarfs? Uh, lusty. Uh, limpy, happy, and uh, sleepy. sleepy. Right. Silly. Silly. Silly, Silly no. Are. Well, something like that. Crazy. Text in, someone, please. This is, this is, really this is painful to, to listen to. There was 12. <laughs> this has completely gone off. Seven, 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 seven. <laughs> Wait, here we go. She's on it. Okay, she's, we're checking it out online. Oh, this is terrible radio, but we, well, I'll just... Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't care. matter. I don't care. Okay, well, anyway, so basically, do you no, think... No, no, no. Oh. Wikipedia. All right, Oscar. Okay, so... What are we going to go for? Which one do we have? Grumpy! Smiley. Grumpy! Smiley We're talking about Grumpy! So, Smiley and, and Sleep... Happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's fighting to himself with brain damage patient. Happy and Smiley were feeling grumpy in the shower. <laughs> and then was he that left. what this was about? And then he left and they all started feeling happy. Well, there was this whole six-minute segment about you trying to get that joke out. <laughs> yeah, but then I just realised I could have just gone, the six of the seven dwarves were feeling grumpy in the shower, and then they left and they started feeling happy. Right, I, well, I hope you felt that five minutes was worth it. We've it's too late! <laughs> it's far too late! Happy, sleepy, bashful, sneezy, dopey. Hmm, which one are you? Gimpy, I, I think that's what you are. It works with any of them, though. That's the beauty. What do you think Grumpy? Is he, like... Do nice. you think he was Grumpy because... 
everyone, everything else was taken, or do you think he was grumpy because he was just a, a hormonal git? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think? Do you think he he was grumpy to start with, or they called him grumpy and then you just played it up to his name? I don't know. I don't know. I don't oh, even I care anymore. Yeah, right. Oh, at least you're getting involved. Okay, right. You hate it if I say that. So you got to give an answer. Okay. Was it his name? Or did he affect his name? I think he was uh, misunderstood. I think they, they penned him in. They went, you yeah, stereotyped him there. And then he started getting grumpy because they stereotyped exactly. him. Exactly. It's a vicious circle. And then he turned out to fulfil the prophecy. Not quite as bad as Druggy. So. Who, uh, <laughs> he, he just, he got so he depressed and normal He was, he was the eighth dwarf and uh, they, they put up with Dopey. They were like, yeah, fair enough. He, he smokes a bit on the weekends. And then uh, but Druggy was just uh, shooting up, Shooting up in the toilet. In, in Snow White's house, it's not on. <laughs> he followed Snow White around. She, he thought she was uh, cocaine. Right, l- last one. Uh, Snow White. You know, we, you've spent like so it. long cocaine. trying to get that out. Like, I've had to put on the song again, right? Oh. No, no, we've got another one to do. Don't put on a track. Shake it like a lollipop. Mic up. We're doing oh. Moses. We've, we've stopped oh, the song. We have we've, to. Yes, we have to do Moses. We, you have to do free for penis, genius. That's how it you works. You can't say he's a penis. He just parted the Dead Sea and freed the slaves. Yeah, but I'm saying it's like, did he come... Because he saw the burning bush. Yeah. Was it an actual burning bush or was it a... Beyond defensive. Was it sex on fire? Right. No, stop it. Don't spot a track every time you say something embarrassing because we'd, we'd never talk, all right? You say you don't want me to say bad things on Get there. your hand away from that track. We're going to discuss this like men. Okay. Moses. Okay. What do you think of him? He was good because he freed slaves in Egypt. That's why you think he's all right. But he's an, he's a knob cheese for giving everyone rules for life. Okay, so you're going to say then a little bit of both again. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. What what's another bad point about Moses? Uh, how about um, didn't God he give him the powers? Show off. He was he, a show off. He was a bit bit sharp, possibly with the, the whole magic like, stick. You know, kind of we thing. can all swim across this lake. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. Let me just pass it. it. Yeah. Easy. I do the same thing when I enter a club. Women just part either side like that towards the fire exits. Because of this. Yeah, you can't see what he's pointing to on radio, but... And this. Well, they don't get that far, do they? <laughs> if they did, it wouldn't help. Oh, now put on the song. I think oh, right, now, you, now you're reaching for the song Helpline. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Keep talking. Can we take a break? Hi, um, it's Gary here from Pick Me Up magazine. Yes, hello. Hi, um, I wanted to, I, I don't know if you've heard, but we're, we're running, um, a special in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, and I, I just wanted to make sure that we're not running any of the same real-life stories. <laughs> okay. Would that be alright if I, um, read you some of our headlines, just to sort of check, we, you know, we haven't got the same? Yeah, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, right, okay. Uh, I watched as Hemorrhage Boy was milked by goats... Okay. You, you not got that one. Well, I'll have to take these down and then find out for you. Okay, sure. Well, if any of them seem familiar. Okay. Uh, my uncle ate himself. Okay, keep going. Uh, who knew my dog was Bosnian? Okay. Kidnapped by the same people who designed Hovis. Okay. I waxed Gordon Ramsay. Okay. Gobble, gobble goes the chipmunk vicar. Yeah, keep going. Gang raped by the news team of BBC Wiltshire. Okay. Yodeling wildebeest rubbed jelly onto my thighs and called me David Cameron. Have you uh, have you got have you got that one? Uh, don't think so. Keep going. Okay. How about? Uh, I've got gout. Okay. Um. Okay. If you haven't got them, bendy biceps drove my intestine to racism. 
Okay. Uh, these aren't sounding familiar, but I mean, I'll have to check with our features team. I gave birth to a shed. That, that doesn't that doesn't ring a bell for you. We probably wouldn't use the same headlines anyway, but carry on. Okay. Uh, well, the last one here is stop the Land Rover. Princess Margaret stole my balls. Okay. So they they don't seem familiar to you. No, they don't sound familiar. Okay. All right. Well, uh, if you do find anything, give us cool. Okay, can we name one more time? Oh, uh, it was uh, Gary at Pick Me Up. Gary, okay. Okay, yeah, cheers. Thanks for all your help. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oscar's uh, very kindly just bought me some Builder's Breakfast crisps, but they're... um, They taste like realising you've made a horrible mistake. Mm. Well, you're enjoying them. Mm. Okay, we're going to do another round of our advert feature for this week. I don't mind them, you know. Right, Bacon. okay. Well, he's enjoying them. So yes, this is our, uh, this week's advert thing. We really need the name for this, actually, this feature. Mm, tomatoes. Right. Definitely lots of tomatoes. Right, okay. So here we go. Right, so pick, uh, I'm going to pick one of each. Okay. I've got, uh, my, uh, my people are the SAS. Right, Product don't, is don't, don't drink and drive. I was going to say don't boast. And speed dating's a situation. Oscar, let's like choose your three and stop munching. Okay. Right, evidently not. My people are the gangsters of Bench Green, and the person I picked for this advert feature nice. is Rob McGarvey. Were you born funny, or did you learn as you went along? I learned a lot of it when I went along, oh, okay. but I think okay. naturally... You, you had a, a baseline there. Mm. Would you like to read out that one you just picked up? Or you oh gonna... yeah, Robert McGarvey. That's your person. Viagra. That's your product. And Nightline. Is your... No, that's a, that's a product again. That's not a product. That is a product! Nightline, something you really right. own. You are... Right. Well, that'll do. Robert Mugabe nightline in. No, your situation is walking in on someone cross dressing. Right. Yeah. Okay. I bet it sounds great eating on the air. Oh, it's actually killing me. Basically, now we're going to do the advert feature, which we've been preparing in that break. And I've got Robert Mugabe, Viagra, and walking in on someone cross dressing, which we pull out of random from our box. Now, my one. Um, right, okay. Basically, um, Rob Mugabe is in a posh hotel that moves with all his cronies and he breaks off, walks into a room, he thinks it's a toilet and he sees a man cross-dressing. And this look upon his face. Oh, you should see it. <laughs> and he goes, What are you doing, man? If you've got issues with your willy, don't be silly. Look at me. I was, I, I'm not going to do the accent, but I once had issues with my manhood and I didn't know what to do. In an attempt to hide it from the people close to me, I overcompensated massively and single and became one of the biggest knobheads Africa has ever seen, single-handedly destroying Zimbabwe. He's quite self-aware, isn't he? All because my bongo drum would not beat. Um, <laughs> nice. And, and, and he says, don't, don't make the same mistakes that I've made. You know, he's patting him on the arm. Don't make mistakes. Rise to the right challenge. Viagra. That's genius. I don't think I can match that. Oh, that's going to be hard, right? Here's no. my one. My stuff was uh, speed dating uh, with the SAS and don't drink and drive. Sure. Okay, what happens is, so, someone says to his mate, come, come speed dating. He's getting over an ex, and this guy, our hero, doesn't, oh, cause I really don't want to. So he goes to speed dating, and he just has a lot of drinks. He's nervous. He sure starts drinking a lot. You would. I, I would be very nervous. And uh, so he drinks so much that he sits down, and he's chatting to his, what seems to be an attractive girl with black hair. Uh, turns out Steven Seagal. Um, and he's so drunk that he thinks the SAS are women. And then next thing you cut to is him being rogered by about six soldiers <laughs> in his bedroom. And he's clearly not enjoying it. He's like, he's, 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 he can't believe it. He's <laughs> and he's really sad about it. And it says, drinking can seriously impair your judgment. 
just imagine what I can do while you're driving. And then the last <laughs> shot of the advert is, he's in his car, looking really upset the next morning. And uh, he goes to put his hand on the gear stick, but the long tubular sight of the gear stick and his hand round it brings back flashbacks, and he starts to weep. That's amazing. Definitely say that one. And our producer isn't here to um, tell us who's his, uh, who's his better, but... Um, We'll have a mutual appreciation. We'll listen to the We'll voice. shake hands and a mutual appreciation. Or we could just listen oh, to my... Uh, yours are covered in crisps. Listen to my schizophrenic friend, James. Okay, what's he say? Well, he says, fuck off and die, but... Well done, that's good. Well, that's off air then. Cold cut. The F-bomb. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, well this is the part of the show where people normally send in text messages, but we haven't got any. We've instead been sent in a large bag of human excrement with the, uh, the comment, this is what you fill our ears with every week. Signed, the listeners, and then there's uh, a list of two names underneath that. We have a sad story here, uh, sent in from another depressed individual out there in the world. So as is becoming tradition... I'd like to read this to you and give it the justice it deserves. When I was a young boy, my uncle took me to one side and told me that I was destined for great things. When he got older and started shouting at lampposts, I realised he might not know what he was talking about, and it was only when he tried to build a time machine out of twiglets that I chose to ignore his advice altogether. The truth was, I couldn't have stood out any less if I'd tried. No one remembered my name, and I was so often overlooked in life that my own mother forgot who I was, and assumed that I was just my twin brother Kevin being forgetful. While she frequently applauded me for moving about the house so fast, I was otherwise ignored and unloved, and by the time I was thirteen the solitude had become so crippling that I knew I had to leave home. But to do what I didn't know. My first plan was to take part in some volunteer work in a third world country, but I couldn't afford to pay the toll over the Severn Bridge and I was too slippery to get a job as a prostitute. The only option I had was to go and stay with my mad uncle, who now lived in the woods outside centre parks and hunted cyclists. He was delighted to see me again, and we swapped stories about our respective lives. I told him that my parents forced me to wear a name tag. He told me that he had finally built his time machine, but then decided to go back in time eight years and not bother. While I found these ramblings slightly tiresome, I was grateful for the company. We lived together for ten years, travelling from village to village in a small boat, a process which would have taken half the time had we gone by water. We got up to many fun adventures, spending our days robbing the rich and giving to the poor, then suing the poor for tax evasion. While at first I was sceptical, my choice to stay with my uncle turned out to be the best I ever made, and the love and attention he gave me shows that you should never judge a book by its cover, except the Bible or porn. Now... Everyone loves hearing my tales about the old days. My autobiography has gone straight to the top of the book charts. I guess my uncle was right. I was destined for great things. It's just a shame that he didn't achieve the same level of success with his second piece of advice. It's not buggery if you're both laughing. And despite all the evidence against him, I wish him all the best in his upcoming court trial. Thanks, Henry and Oscar. I think one of the main problems in this world is that people don't listen to each other. I hope you patch things up with your husband. Once more, just before I'm Sebastian Tellier. Sebastian. 
Should we go straight on then to Agony Oscar? Yeah. Got a lot more sad people with their problems here today. Too many of them, isn't it? Too there? many. Right, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Dear Oscar, with times being what they are, I've decided I need a job. I'm hardworking and dedicated, but a medical condition has left me confined to a dark plywood box at all times, which has to be wheeled around and varnished by a man called Derek. Are there any jobs you can think of that I would be suitable for? Derek Bites. Circus immediately is one that... I mean, that's what sticks out there, doesn't it? She sounds like a circus freak. Slash. Yep. Amsterdam S&M special show. Nice. Watch a man bite a girl's box. Oh. oh. It, what, what I'd love to do, you know, yeah. is her name Hannah. Yeah, it Hannah. And then I'd change her last name to Ball. Right. Hannah Ball and Derek. Hannibal De- oh, I get it. Do you get it? Because he's biting her. Very nice. Mine would be, I thought she could be the person, she had a little light going on, who goes, mind the gap at train stations. Because <laughs> she used to have a little microphone plugged into a box. Yeah, that would be good. And uh, mind the gap. I mean, the problem with uh, National Rail, they're going to have to employ two people for one, aren't they? Because uh, Derek... No, but Derek, you can, Derek can go off and get an ice cream, get a latte. Does he do it for fun, or would he expect money? Probably. Contracts are going to be hard to draw I up, think um, H- Hannah probably sorts that one out for Hannibal. him okay well as long as um, they're getting paid for one yeah yeah I'm sure there's an opportunity for that okay so we've got a couple of jobs there okay next one you ready mm-hmm. dear Oscar I recently paid to adopt a gorilla through Greenpeace but an admin error saw it delivered to my house by mistake I quickly dressed it up in my grandmother's clothing but my parents are bound to notice the difference soon because it eats 40 kilograms of peanuts a day and flings its own shit at the neighbours. Whereas my grandmother doesn't really like peanuts. I don't want it abandoned, but they'll kill me if they find out. What should I do? Um, right. <coughs> Gorilla. Um, I mean, obviously, if it gets too much, you could always shoot it. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. Shame. Well, what I'd do is, um, can she make a pool in the cellar? Swimming pool? Possibly. And she get to the swim all day and do weights and just generally get a buff. Come down. <laughs> I'd, I'd s- sort of make a gym in my cellar and just be like, look, you stay here, do what you could take, because that way he's getting out of all his aggression. Yeah. He's, he's tiring himself out. Excellent. Uh, he can still work on his costume <laughs> if, if, he, if you want. And um, uh, just uh, busy yourself with a bench press. Yeah, and then employ him as a bouncer at night. Fantastic. Done. Excellent. So just to be a big hairy bouncer. Yeah, basically. I mean, you could shave him. Okay, so one option then is to beef him up, shave him and make him a bouncer. Yeah. Uh, any, other, any other options? Beef him up again. Yeah. Hire him to be a hitman. Yes. So, uh, okay, so you think then the best thing is to send him to work, make him be a, an active gorilla? Yeah, I think he's got a place in the community. He's he needs got, to he's be. He's got a look for it. He's not getting any handouts? No. Fair enough. Right, next one. You ready? Go on. Dear Oscar, is a prostate exam an acceptable social greeting? I fear my father was lying. Is it? Um, well, safety first is obviously an important thing, isn't yep. it? You know, um, hi, my name's Oscar, let me just check if you've got cancer. Cheers. I'd quite like that. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's done with dignity. So you're saying then you are doing someone a service by feeling for... Their prostate. Lumpiness, yes. Mm. Like, is it, is it, is it's is a it good acceptable? icebreaker, isn't it? <laughs> it's a good icebreaker. Um, and also, if, if they get good news, then, you know, you effectively... In a positive frame of mind. Them, ...told them something very nice. If, if the first thing anyone said to me was, you don't have cancer, I'd like more people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so then you think it is it would be acceptable, be a really good idea. Sounds good. Okay, right, last one. Dear Oscar, I have a Saturday morning radio show with a friend, but the person I run it with is a complete and utter mongloid. He looks a bit like a startled gopher, smells like an ape, has an IQ that's smaller than his shoe size, and he keeps dribbling all over the equipment. 
What do you think I should do with him? Also, I'm fairly sure that he's a raving homosexual. He sounds like a knobhead. <laughs> um, yeah, well, there's a few options there. Um, I feel sorry for this guy. I don't know who he is, but I feel oh, sorry yeah, for him. Terrible. I, I'd mm. hate to be confined in a small box, especially if it's like this. This box here, tiny. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, you could just lock him here. I could. And hopefully... I mean, what I'd do is I'd, I'd set up a feature where he says something very politically incorrect. Right. You know, sort of the war was a good idea. Okay. And say that he runs for the BNP, something like that. Okay. And then call off, come on, you know, have a trap set. That's fantastic. So, uh, we should have to do next week's show. Okay. If I were him. Yeah. Cheers, mate. You've really helped me out with my problem there. <laughs> no worries. Thanks a lot. Get it on the floor. Angry Man DMX. What are you going to get on the floor? Something you spilt? Uh, probably get on the floor as in, I'm drive-buying you, you suckers. Well then, technically, you wouldn't want them to get on the floor because you'd want to kill them. That's true. Cheers for the advice, DMX. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, yep. um, I've got an I Will Survive. I'm going to I'm gonna throw it at you now, okay? Okay, yeah, right, let's go for it. Sock it. Here we go. Do you, know, do you know the guy who did the Minotaur maze? Do you know what was he oh, called? Oh, I don't know his name, but I know, yeah, the Greek. Yeah, Greek guy. Basically, yeah. you're him, okay? Okay. You've gone into the Minotaur's maze. Okay. It's pitch bite. You've got your string. You're like, oh, definitely going to get out because I've got my string. Okay. And little does everyone know, and then we're going to be sailing back with the white sails. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. So, you go in there thinking you're all cool. Unfortunately, you've misplaced your string for a big ball of cheese string. Oh, nightmare. Yeah, last minute cock up That's because you were so up, cocky. Very, yeah. very bad admin cock up. Um, and it turns out the mantra's just being caught into your scent and has followed you around, eating your string. Nightmare. Okay, you hear the noise behind you of the minotaur gobbling mm. up the cheese going, Mmm, I can't wait for the main. Okay. Okay, so this is what you've got on you, and you've got, you've got a few minutes to set it up before, okay. you know, he'll be onto you, okay? Okay. We have a very realistic blow-up cow from Ann Summers. Okay. <laughs> we have strong pheromones, okay? Yeah. You've got an infrared camera. Okay joined to a laptop with a very strong and fast internet connection. Okay. You have then got a spear. Okay. Infected with swine flu. Nice. You've got a megaphone. Yep. And, to top this all up, um, you've got full bowels and a bucket. Full bowels? As in, you, you're busting for a poo. Right. I'll, uh, I'll let you work it out. Okay. Uh, okay, what I'm going to do then, I've, I've got an idea here already. I'm going to get the set of a laptop. Yeah. I've got the Ann Summers thing. Uh, so I've got any string of any kind. No. Okay. Actually, yes, you have got some string. I've got a bit of string. It's just enough to sort of noose your neck. I've got an idea. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get to a bit of the maze where um, the wall doesn't quite reach the ceiling. Right, give me this. There's like a little gap at top. And I'm going to stick the spear through with loads of string coming off the spear. Tie it to the blurp cow, right? Put it on webcam nice. on the laptop, right? <laughs> and then I will make it do a bit of shaky booty with the uh, with the string. So yeah. I, I fake a, a bovine striptease. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, with the string, <laughs> and uh, and then the monitor was like, Rah! ooh. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of you know it's uh, saucy cow one three four. Yeah. Okay, yeah. is online. Yeah. I, I start I start typing on my, on my laptop. I start going, um, hey, you big bad bull. Yeah. Are you are you horny as a joke? Because you'll have horns. <laughs> yeah. Cool. He'll go. That's hilarious. I like a I like a cow with a sense of humour. Sense of humour. Um, so he gets on the Personally laptop. First. Yeah. So he's doing that. Meanwhile, I uh, what should I do then? I um, so I've got four bowels. Yeah. Takes opportunity to relieve myself. Yeah. Sure. And 
I then shall I run up behind him. Yeah. Uh, and just at the point of the cow getting, just about to drop, show one of its udders. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ram him up the ram, backside nice. um, with the Sheep swine effect. swine flu spear. <laughs> but then, because it will take him quite a while to die. Well, what I'm gonna do, just to make sure that he stays in one place, is I'm gonna sprinkle pheromone poo, pheromone poo, pheromone poo. <laughs> so goes, I'll go this way. I'll go that way. I'll go this way. I, well, what's going, on? what's going on? Right. Yeah. So he doesn't. He can't move. Right. And he just stands there being confused and getting swiney. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'll be like, don't you bother me. You're bad bull, and I just wander around until I find an exit. That's pretty good. What was, what was your answer? I just hope that the swine flu kills him. Yeah, very similar to mine. Um, he didn't do anything silly. You'd have passed your finals, <laughs> but really, what it was is blow up your realistic cow, yeah. smother it in pheromones, yeah. get it on string so that it's moving around. Yeah. Okay, then you're hidden in the dark with your infrared camera joined to your laptop. I've got about that. Yeah. Okay, you're filming it the whole time while mm. he's getting very horny. Before this, though. Yeah. You shit yourself, quite literally, in a bucket right. and smother yourself with it. Good. You kill yourself in poo. Like you do before you come up for the radio show. Yeah. And unlike that, though, this is necessary. Okay. Because um, you, basically he can smell you. Okay. So he'll get confused about him. I can't smell anything. Yes. So he's, um, right, he's smelt the pheromones. He's going at it on the cow. That's well he should. Taking it to market. Young bull about town. Yeah, exactly. Bull in the china shop, if the china shop is a blow-up cow. And basically, you're filming it, okay? Um, just as he's about to drop his, you know... Yeah. You go, Oi there! With your megaphone. Yeah. And you're on camera, idiot. Oh, it's punked, but... Candy camera. Worse. And then you, you hover, you say... That's what you we say, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you hold your finger over the internet button, uh, then enter, and you say, If I press this, it's going to get posted on the internet. Oh. Do you realise this? By the way, honey there... She's not even. She's not even a cow. She's blow up Fran Summers. Oh. How stupid do you feel? He's, he's feeling pretty And he's a, He's gone red. He's embarrassed. He's very, very. As well he should be. As well he should be. He's made a fool of himself. <laughs> so then you say, right, um, Minotaur. Um, I won't. I'll let you delete this yeah. or stamp on it or eat the laptop, whatever. As long as you show me the way out of this maze. Nice. Okay. Very nice. And then he shows you the way out. And then, just as he shows you the exit, you don't take any chances. It's a Minotaur. They are crazy. You shoot it with the swine flu. Right. So, uh, but yeah, but I'm killing him so that no one else falls into this trap, and hopefully they can convert the uh, Minotaur's maze into a successful club. That'd be great. Although Imagine that. exit signs would be a nightmare. Be uh, better than most clubs in Reading, anyway. Yeah. Even with the Minotaur killing you and spending your <laughs> shite, it would be better than most clubs in Reading. Okay. As long as there weren't those people with huge biceps, tiny polo shirts, short skirts, and children. Uh, we're going to have a song. <laughs> All my fans from Reading, I hope that they decide with that. They don't think I'm referring to them. No time for chit-chat. Straight on to the All next muffins, feature. apparently. No, no time for muffins. Muffins. Um, okay, we're going to do It's All News to Me. Yeah, so uh, last week's stories. Union leader in plans to eat own fingers. Which was true. Joyriding chimp pulled over for speeding. Uh, shock as retirement home feud explodes into public bingo hall buggery. <laughs> Ready for this week's? Yeah. Bong. Taiwanese goats in noisy wind farm massacre. Bung. Man discovers Albanian family living in pond. <laughs> Bung. Guinness tells world's tallest dwarf you're not a thing. <laughs> so that's brilliant. What was the first one again? It was quite a long one. Taiwanese goats in noisy wind farm massacre. It's got to be a massacre. It can't be. Well, it's not one tragic. It's a lot of goat. goats. A lot run, of goats r- running in a herd, and then they run into a wind farm that hasn't been put at the appropriate level of. Do you think that would actually happen? In the air. Do you think they, do you think they that one just... thing they check? 
Usually it's pretty high on the to-do list. They're, just, uh, going, they're just going for the annual, the annual sprint up the hill. <laughs> Little do they know, just at the top of the hill, a huge propeller is ready to cut them all up. Okay. So uh, you think that will happen then? They walked into a, a choppy propeller blade? Yeah. I can only imagine what that looked like. Well, yeah, unless you've done it. A bit like Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> the, there's one goat who looks around, and everything goes in silence. He sees the other goats getting massacred, like that. And he turns to run, but then gets his legs chopped and sucked into the propellers himself. Exactly. Probably not. Um, next one. <laughs> next one. Man discovers Albanian family living in pond. Oh, I love this one. Because I think of a pond with water in it, and they're all living under their own plastic bags. But actually, <laughs> it could be um, a pond that's empty, isn't it? It could be a pond that's and empty. And they're just yeah. using it as a shelter, like a sort of empty swimming pool. And they've just sort of they've set up a little wooden hut. Would you, if you were uh, an immigrant and you had your family, would you live in a pond? There'd have to be no option to live in a park find a bench in each park and then uh, say we'll meet back in the town centre in the morning then. okay but actually the way yeah but that's why I wouldn't be a good Albanian immigrant because <laughs> living in a pond you get to all eat together don't you yeah and uh, it's fish this is if it's water in the pond how would you sleep in a pond lilo lilo nice very nice okay last one then Guinness tells world's tallest dwarf you're not a thing <laughs> World's tallest dwarf. Yeah. He's basically just a small man. Well, that's... Or woman. Medically, maybe, there is a dwarfism which you can with the tallest one. That's really funny. I'm going to go with that one. going to go with that one? Yeah. Do you want to discuss it first? you think that's just... You're going to leap straight to the conclusion? I'm going to just leap straight for it. Well, you leap, but you're wrong. Oh. It's Taiwanese goats in Noisy Wind Farm Massacre. Oh. Guess how many goats are involved? Seven. Four hundred. Whoa! 400, and it's not what you said. What happened was... That's incredible. On an outlying island in Taiwan, yeah. uh, the wind farm is so noisy that 400 goats died from lack of sleep. Mm, that's and, incredible. Uh, they looked skinny and weren't eating. But I think that was just uh, referring to girls aloud, I think, the um, <laughs> wrong quote. But no, he uh, lack of sleep from um, the, the noises it that's made. horrendous. And all his goats died. We'll do a referee onto that. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin in uh, <laughs> The Rock. I don't <laughs> think that, that bothered, mate. So, um, yeah, and the power company said they'd pay to relocate Mr. QO, 57, but not pay for the dead goats. 400. 400 dead goats. A lot of money to be made for a butcher. Yes, every cloud. You are very good at seeing the, uh, the positive lining in a lot of sad situations. Oh, thank you, thank you. Positivity <laughs> is what I'm known for. Yeah. You're not, I mean... You're known for getting your balls out in public, isn't it? That's, well, no, that's next song. Next song. Flaming lips, which is what you'd get if you had some SDIs, perhaps. <laughs> Good. It is indeed over. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. We hope you've enjoyed our um, extra long special with all the features. You can only hope for it, can't you? It's, uh, yeah, no chit chat this week. We went, uh, we cut straight to the, uh, straight to the core. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, same next week, really. We're going to do, um, Last week's our, our next week's our last show. Yeah, sad, isn't not, it? Yeah, it's sad. So uh, miss us. Think of us wisely. Uh, think of us whenever you want, really. Yeah, think of us in the same vein as Ricky Martin and Aqua, all those bands that Toy Box. Yeah, were popular for a bit and then uh, then disappeared because of uh, well, in Aqua's case, she died, didn't she, leading a heroin? Did she? Overdose. Beginning. No. Really? Happens to the best of us. All stars eventually fall. Look, if, look if they've got Akron system. No, no one has Akron system. Have you got it on your iPod? No, why do I have Akron on my iPod? Because oh, it's a banging track. From it's the not 90s. a banging track. It's a nostalgic. Um, okay, so cheerio. 
uh, and hopefully join us next week for our final ever show it's our final ever show next week so um, doesn't mean it's going to be good though you know oh definitely not no I mean I wasn't hoping to change anything so I was going to keep it no swimming in mediocrity um drowning would be more appropriate so goodbye and have a lovely weekend